Good morning, everyone. It is Manchester is burning for January the 18th, 2021. This is your instant, not so instant reaction to Manchester City for Crystal Palace nil. Yesterday evening night at the Etihad City of Manchester Stadium. So we're going to have our match reaction to that three main points from that match, maybe four, who knows? I may go on another rant again. In case you missed it, yesterday we dropped a the second of our weekly features on the Manchester United women's team. They played Chelsea, unfortunately for them, a losing effort two to one. Adam Bateman and myself talk about the questions that were answered by that challenge to the title match by the United Ladies and looked at some questions that needed to be uh, asked afterwards. We dropped it on YouTube. We dropped it on the other podcast platforms uh, for your listening and viewing pleasure. And you can look at YouTube and watch me creep my eyes closed as much as possible for 30 minutes. Is amazing stuff, and it's unintentional comedy. But Adam Bateman, he was, as they say, mint. He was mint in his analysis, and mint in his contribution, in his discussion. Please check that out. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. The match result for United Ladies was not so much, but uh, the analysis was awesome. Check that out on YouTube and the other platforms coming up. We're going to have a Manchester United reaction to their tie against Liverpool yesterday. And also we're going to have a very special episode uh, that's going to be very, very special to me, very important coming up in the next couple of days. So let's get to it. Pep Guardiola. He's going to celebrate his 50th birthday today, the day of the recording of this podcast. 50. I'm about to hit 50. Uh, and uh, they, they say it's a landmark birthday. It's not one for me that I'm looking forward to. I don't know about Pep necessarily. Somebody asked Pep at the end of the match in his post-match conference whether or not the victory by his club over a listless Crystal Palace team, which actually they weren't so listless, I'll explain later, was a birthday present. And he said, yeah, but he immediately threw all the credit to the players. And that is true. And I'll break that down a little bit later, but I want to talk about Pep, uncle Pep for a little bit. Y'all, some of y'all, not all y'all were writing this dude off. You're writing him off. Pep out. Hashtag Pep out. Because of all the lackluster, dreary, dour, blurry performances by his club, by his players early part of the season. Yeah, and there were a lot of holes, a lot of things missing, a lot of problems, a lot of issues. Yes, I will grant you that. That is no no joke. (laughs) That was no joke what was going on. Not finishing clinically, not even getting chances uh, in the defense. It seemed a little shaky. But you know what, though? I'm going to give you – I'm going to drop a bomb. I'm going to drop a bomb on y'all right now. If Pep Guardiola and Manchester City lift the Premier League trophy at the end of this season, if, 
That's a big if. He is your manager of the year. I'm going to let you all let that sink in for a second. He's your manager of the year. The fact that he's been able to pull this squad together and retool it, retool some of his tactics, become a little bit more pragmatic, keep things moving, keep keep going through all sorts of adversity, both personal and otherwise, trying to fix a leaky defense like a leaky, that it was like a leaky puppy last season, trying to figure out a way without having a nine, a true nine for the first half of the season because of injury, COVID, everything else going on, and still trying to figure out how to pull games out. Retooling, recreating. People were talking about, oh, yeah, okay, can Pep Guardiola rebuild this team? Well, we're talking about right now. Rebuilding talks about years. Of course, he signed a new new contract, putting him in for a couple more years, a couple more, more towards a duty for him. But we're talking about this year. Could he do it this year? Could he retool this year? And he has. He put the pieces in place to solidify the defense. He put the pieces in, in place on offense to be pragmatic, a little bit more pragmatic. And he's kept, he's kept, you know, keeping things moving and allowing everything to, 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 to fall in place, right? Fall in place. I was telling the city fans, sit there, city fans. I'm telling you now, I was telling you weeks ago, be happy with one nil. Be happy. Your defense is now solid. You got Stones and you got Diaz in your center back line as a collaborative. Be happy with it. You didn't get one nils before. Be happy with your three points. Don't get crazy because you didn't get three or four. That will come. Be patient. That's what I said to y'all. Three, four weeks ago when y'all were going pep out, pep out, pep out. This is Dower. 1-1 with Brighton is not good enough. Hold on. No preseason. Retooled back line. Injuries. COVID. Also, Pep's mom, He pa- she, pa- no, he, she passed away during the summer. People forget about that. I got elderly parents. One or both of them may pass away soon. I can't imagine how devastating that might be on a personal level. You got to go through that. I'll talk about personal redemption in a minute. You go through all of that and then come back and begin to retool. Not rebuild, but retool what you have to make it work, to win. That's the biggest story. He will be manager of the year if his club lift that trophy for being able to retool this team. To be able to retool. Let me get to the three points. Coming right up. Welcome back. Here are the three points. Manchester City against Crystal Palace. I talked about redemption stories with Pep Guardiola, with everything happening to him, everything happening with having to retool this Blues squad and try to make another challenge. Everyone's talking about, oh, can he rebuild? Well, look, he's taken the pieces of that carburetor, pieces of the engine, and rebuilt with, with what he got with what he had. He's rebuilt it, become a little bit more pragmatic, made sure that defense is solid, got the right pieces in place. You know, 
none of this freewheeling gamble, leaving leaving holes in the back. No, we got the pieces in place on defense, and then starting now, starting to let the tiger out of the cage on offense. But I talked about redemption stories, and I think there's no bigger redemption story right now on anywhere in the league, really, but particularly on sit there than John Stones putting in two goals again today. Well, not today, yesterday. I'm losing track of time, y'all. What, what? I don't even, I'm not even sure what time zone I'm in, I'm, to be honest. But all right, I, all I know in the ATL, it is, a, it is early. All right, John Stones. There's something called selfishness. And now selfishness, it has a pejorative take. All right, everyone talks about selfishness in, in, in a negative light. I'm going to give you a different perspective. Selfishness, if it is rational, it is if it's based on your rational self-interest of obtaining worthwhile values and having good virtues behind it to reach those values, that level of selfishness is not a negative thing. It is a negative thing when your decisions don't go into the long-term rational best interest, are self-destructive, are hedonistic. Selfishness in a bad way, is hedonistic and destructive and self-destructive. Rational selfishness is actually very productive, helpful, even compassionate at times. So in the case of John Stones, for a while, his personal life and professional life, though, and, and don't forget it, y'all, professional and personal lives do overlap each other. They do. There is no doubt about that. They do overlap. And his did. His personal life was a example of personal, irrational, hedonistic, self-destruction, not in his personal, rational, best interest. And it just almost destroyed his professional career. He was on his way out. If you don't take care of your mind and your spirit, Spirit, whatever you want to say about that, however you want to put it, how you want to ever want to define it. If you don't take care of your mind and your spirit and your body, you're not going to be a professional athlete. You're not going to be the best professional in any profession. But in John Stone's case, he was destructive and self-destructive and it almost ruined his career. He was on his way, like I said, out the door. He had injuries. And had personal issues of his own making. He took responsibility for that. He got his life straight, got his body straight, got his mind straight, got his spirit straight. Got it all straight. Guess what? Now, look at him. He has now taken back his spot. He has worked his way back. He has earned his way back. He is a part of a center backline partnership with Ruben Diaz that is like cohesion. I never knew until this season how big of a deal. I thought you could just chop and change back lines, but apparently you can't. I, 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 this is something I learned. And you have to have a center backfield partnership. And Stones and Diaz have made that partnership. Stones has come back. John has come back from the brink, from the wilderness, from the Sarlacc pit. 
and because his virtues have changed, his he has chased after the values that he's wanted to maintain a team. He's gotten his position back. He's gotten his charisma back. He's gotten his everything back. I hope he keeps that up because it's going to do him a world of good and it's going to do his team a world of good too. So that's point number one. Great, awesome game again by the John Stones. Second point. Segwaying from Mr. Stones to the defense. Everyone wants to talk about City got four goals. Four goals, four and nothing. Yeah, that's important. But what have I said for the last month and a half, y'all? What have I said? I told you, you don't give up goals, you never lose. It's that simple. If you don't give up goals, you never lose. Now, I understand Crystal Palace was missing Mr. Zaha, and they're a different team without him. Sad to say. I don't remember if he was out for suspension injury or, or, or alien invasion. I do not know. But he was not available. Not on the field, not on the lineup, not on the, the sub sheet for, um, for the Palace. Was not available. XG for Crystal Palace in this match, 0. 0.05. Now I understand they, they put in a lineup that was designed just for counterattack at best. They didn't have Zaha. They land up 5-4-1, hoping maybe on a counter, and they tried a couple of things. But 0.05. As somebody said, the palace didn't get a sniff. And they didn't, they didn't even come close to anything. They didn't have, they had two shots. Now, Izzy, I hope that I pronounced his name correct. I cannot pronounce names correctly, but he had, he decided, oh, he wanted to play as Scott McTominay and try to lift the ball over a Edison who was again up forward. It didn't work. He, the ball ended up like 29 feet. He ended, actually, he shot that ball into Stockport. So, but yeah, nice try. The XG on that was 0.01. So that was called a missed shot. Yes, it was on the highway to Stockport. I don't know if there is a highway to Stockport, but you know what I'm saying. All right, here we go. There wasn't a, there wasn't even nothing. No other even quote chance in quotes until the 57th minute. Jordan AU block shot. XG on that one was 0.04, 57th minute. The defense didn't even give him an opportunity. Didn't even get a chance. The energy level was incredible. The best energy level of that defense for, for the stack all season long. That PPDA, I've heard, you've taught, heard me talk about that. That PPDA, how many on average passes do you allow your opponent in your defensive zone before you make a defensive action? Anything under 10 means you're pressing high. You're not even letting them in and letting them even close. Cities was 5.17. That is a high energy level, high line, highly pressing. And it was very successful. 
Very successful. Didn't even get him a chance. Didn't even come close. Awesome performance by the defense again. Remember, it has been since November since the Blues have given up more than one goal. This is four games in a row, clean sheet. Edison leads the league in clean sheets. But I gotta, you got to give credit to that defense. You've got to give credit to Zin, uh, Zinchenko and Walker and the Stones and Diaz. It is too early. Don't compare Diaz to Vincent Company. Don't. That's a discredit to both. So let's not talk. We're not even going there. Third point. On the offense. Now, you've been, I, I've been beating the drum for well over a year. And y'all know, and every City fan, every neutral out there knows that the offense of the City has been having trouble converting their chances and getting chances. This has been a theme. All right? It's been a theme. This match should get people scared. Like, people should be shaking in the red clay. People should be rolling. People should be like, oh, no. Why? Because this was the most surgical performance by the city in a long time. Palace, as I mentioned, 5-4-1 formation. Almost sometimes looked like a 1-5-4. Well, no, I got that wrong. 4-5-1. Mixed it up a little bit. Some say it was a 4-1-4-1. But either way, they packed it in. They were like, all right. They did a lot what a lot of teams did. We're going to not give you any space. We're going to try to cut off your angles. We're going to, we know you're going to try to cross on us. So we're going to pack it in and we're going to try to stay solid. We know we don't have an offense today. We're just going to pack it in and make you try to break us down. And in actuality, the Blues didn't break them down. They just were incredibly surgical because the quality, like many things, shined. Quality will shine. You give it opportunity. And even though there wasn't a whole lot of space. But they were able to take small chances and convert them. And that's the difference. Look at the goals. You look how beautiful they were. That first goal, that ball from De Bruyne was like, I mean, that was like Venus, Mars, Neptune land. I mean, that was incredible. Like, all right, I'm going to change my, my my cross because the defenders are on top of me. I'm just going to change it and put it in a little bit back from the goal this time. So Stones, Mr. Stones can get it, get our head on it in the net. That was incredible. That was incredible. You want to know where the XG on that on that one was? Actually, that was the biggest chance of the match. 25th minute, 0.38. That was the biggest chance in the match. The Siano was 0.38. The other goals were even more outstanding. Gugawan from a corner. Right foot goal, XG, 0.04. There's one goal. 
Raheem Sterling. You remember Raheem? You remember him, right? He had a free kick, direct free kick. Solid up right up corner of that net. I mean, that that that, that was beautiful. I mean, that was beautiful, clinically precise, surgically like a knife. XG on that one was 0.09. But an incredible shot. Got it in the net. John Stone, second goal again from a corner. Left foot, XG on that one was 0.10. Manchester's XG overall was 0.96. Now, we are used to to sit there getting XGs in matches of of 2, 3, etc. But this was under 1. The biggest chance they got was that Stone early Stone's goal, 0.38. Everything else was well below that. But they surgically cut. They were surgeons. They were better than Dr. House. They cut it. And it was good. Better than good. It was great. The precision, the surgical... Precision of passes, the surgical precision of shots, converting not so easy chances. Everyone should be scared now. They should be shaking. If Sitte can do stuff like that again, where you don't give them big chances, but they convert what they have anyways. Pep's going to be manager of the year because the trophy's going to be lifted by Sitte if they, if this keeps up. And that's the question. Is it going to keep up? It's still a long, long way to go. It's a long way to go. But this was probably the best match City have had in a long time. And the pieces still beginning to fit even more together. So that's the three points. Hope y'all enjoyed this ride that we're bringing on from the ATL. Match reaction, Manchester City and Crystal Palace. We're going to be signing off to four right now. Next thing up is going to be the discussion, match reaction, Manchester City women and their annihilation of Aston Villa. That's coming up later today, but I want you to understand, acknowledge the light, know the light is there. Also acknowledge and know that the darkness is there as well. Do not let the darkness hug you, but if it does, reach out, get help, get some support. You can do it, y'all. You can do it. Matches the city. No, that's not. I'm not. That's I'm not signing off from Manchester City. I'm not. I don't. I'm not part of them. Uh, Manchester is burning from the ATL. Is signing off for now. Take care, y'all. Take care of each other. Bye.